Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Want to come back and talk a little bit about Corona. Hope everyone had a nice little break. We took a little hiatus, including for the Passover break. Now we're back. We're going to try to go till the end of the year, hopefully without much hiatus. I want to talk a little bit about the idea of gratefulness and gratitude, especially while we're living under the corona craze. I believe, and many websites agree, that it is a way to combat corona and a way to deal with corona and to beat it down. Gratitude is a fundamental Jewish trait and is a fundamental Judaic idea. I myself, being Jewish and being a practicing Orthodox Jew, I find it an immensely important trait, immensely important idea to be involved with and be a part of. But when we live with such a way where, we, where we're grateful and, gra- and full of gratitude for everything we have and everything we are able to do, it makes the world a more shiny place, a more happy place. There are many sources throughout many of the, the scriptural books, and there are many sources out there that that show why living gratefully is great. I just want to give you a few websites that are non-denominational by any means that are just out there talking about how it's a way to have an orientation for life and to live it. Let us live more function. Let us live more independently. Let us live more occupationally in this crazy times and the crazy uncertainty we have. The first one comes from gratefulness.org. Living in the times of Corona, if we reflect on goodness and we reflect with gratitude on the sacrifice of all those out there trying to fight this virus, the health workers, the service workers, all those who are self-quarantined, all those who are adjusting habits and lives and people who are working overtime to do research and making tests and vaccines, providing the tests, providing important information. We notice those people, we notice opportunities to orient our attention to all the ways that people are caring for humans around the globe. We can become more compassionate, understanding people to each other, our families and to the world at large. When we wash our hands and we sit down and we settle down for the 20 seconds, it allows us to slow down to experience the gratitude for the gift of hot and cold running water, the the miracle of soap, the wonder of our hands. And there's a ritual and there's able to think about the fact that we have running water, we have electricity, we have the internet. I keep saying we talked about it on the show before. If this happened 50 years ago, 100 years ago, it would have been much, much worse in many ways. We weren't, we would not have been able to be connected. We would have felt like real hermits. There weren't all these restaurants, all these supermarkets that could deliver to us and bring us the things we really need and really have. And there's a way of being connected. Even though it's physical distancing, you could connect by phone, by text message or email with family, friends, and neighbors to see how they're doing. When you reflect with gratitude in their relationships and let people know you care about them, when you keep in touch and offer connection to the ways you can, that also can make us feel more grateful. We could also be generous. We could extend compassion to those whose lives are impacted by the crisis. We could recognize that people's health and livelihoods are in jeopardy. Nervous systems are taxed. People are stressed. People are really anxious, really nervous, really worried. It's time to be more patient and kinder to Take a deep breath before responding, offering smiles and gratitude freely. Give to organizations, give your money, give your time if possible with Zoom or the like, whose operations, fundraising efforts are impacted and need our help more than ever. We support local business by by getting them. uh, My wife and I, our family, like to support a lot of local businesses as much as possible. All the stores around here, especially the kosher ones. 
we try to order from so that they could stay in business. And we love that they're able to help us out. And different supermarkets that are open that have the kosher products or products that don't necessarily have to be kosher but need to have the symbol, but not from a, a kosher per se institution. We're trying to support whatever we can. We want to make sure that everyone has a little bit and try to help out people. Even if we don't have a ton of money, there's so many people that have a lot less. So try to help them out. We could also see the privileges of the ordinary. In the midst of the focus of how much is being lost, notice all the blessings that remain. It being appreciation of the phone, the electricity, the showers, the beauty, resilience of the natural world, all the elements of your body that work, the services and systems that let you function and commit to that which sustains you. Stay grounded, preserve integrity and reinforce beliefs that we know that we can ride this out. Maintain rituals and routines, especially for kids to get them through the day. Make sure they still wake up and go to sleep at the right time and they have their naps, they have their meals and get through those things. And you could also, you know, think about this. This also comes from Lynn Unger wrote about a month and a half ago. When you think about it, you could think of it as we consider the Sabbath. When we do the Sabbath in the Judaic tradition as a practicing Orthodox Jew, what we do is that we make it a sacred time. We're not allowed to travel. We're not allowed to do like chizzy or anything. We just rest. We pray. We eat. Spend time with family. So think of it as a as a as a forced relaxation, but not even forced. A wonderful opportunity to relax. No traveling. No buying and selling. You make sure the world is different. Trying to make sure the world is different than it is. You could sing. You could pray. Touch those in your life when the reach out with your heart even if the world feels like it's not connected even though it's terrifying know that our lives are in one another's hands we could reach out our hearts reach out our words reach out compassion and give world and give compassion and gratitude to those who are doing things for us they're great ideas getting kids involved if we do things then kids will learn from the more we do the more kids learn kids learn from what we do rather than what we say it's really not do as i say but really do as i do what you see me do is what you're going to imitate you know my son anytime we get deliveries and i say thank you he says thank you or we ask him to say thank you and he helps me bring in all the packages because he realizes it's wonderful that all the places the supermarkets the restaurants bring us stuff and he wants to help because when you give a grateful attitude and if you make it as a game you make it as a is, is a fun thing. You make it a playful thing. Kids want to be involved. Kids want to do that. It's my son's school, my oldest son, the five-year-old, is actually doing gratitude week. I think it's fantastic. I think it's wonderful. And I'm going to talk a lecture later tonight, God willing, about this also. All gratitude is really a wonderful way. And Psychology Today also explains that a best way to make yourself feel better about the Corona Blues is to actually have gratitude. We want to make sure that we can keep the fear away. And even though it's around for the long haul, we don't know how long it's going to be around. What we can do is gratitude can have mental health. The simple act of being grateful has been shown to have some powerful effects. It's found that it helps reduce fear of and dying. And it also lets people feel like they have more optimism. And it shows that they can really get through the times even better using these kinds of things. And that's from psychology today. So if we change our mindset, we could change our lives and we could change all the things around us. You know, we want to try to figure out how to help other others. So there are different ways to actually practice gratitude also. It's a very simple thing. We don't have to force it. You don't have to beat yourself up if you don't feel grateful. The best thing is to try to give yourself time to grace to process your emotions you have to accept yourselves. We don't want to judge others. We don't want to judge ourselves. But if we have self-compassion, give yourself space and we have compassion for others that could also allow yourself to have it. There's no need to minimize your own suffering. You could be grateful 
that we have foot on the table, roof over the head, and clothes on your back, but it doesn't really work when someone is telling you what to be grateful for. We could suggest things, but it really works with yourself. We have to be able to tap into our own gratitude wells when the time is right. Don't minimize your own suffering. Even though you have food, shelter, and clothes are things to definitely be grateful for, you could still be sad or afraid or anxious or angry. You can realize that you have conflicting emotions. That's okay. You don't have to minimize struggles, but we should really understand that that we could work through it in our own ways possible. And keep it simple. No need to com complicate the gratitude process. Take the note of the things that make you smile throughout the day, even if it's for a fleeing second. It's okay if that thing doesn't make you smile again tomorrow in an hour, but at this moment, what makes you happy? Again, even my emotions go back and forth for sure, but I try as much to make sure that it feels gratitude and feels happy there's things that you could do throughout the day you know the the flowers are blooming the weather's getting better the trees look nice the plants and the blue skies hot showers and candles using to be able to have zoom and, and google meet is wonderful you know pizza sleeping in having playlists and podcasts or dancing coloring having fresh fruit or fresh food or even using your having best friends you could call or family you could call having netflix having amazon we love hallmark uh, channel movies now we find fantastic and if you have your spouse you have children if you're able to read and listen to lectures or write or color all these are different things to be grateful for and to think about that it's wonderful that we have and seeing different funny things can also be warm it should be different for how everyone has things whatever you have that makes you happy that's a thing that you could be grateful for and it'll make the world a better place also Gratitude is also being part of positive emotions that include love, 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 hope, laughter, inspiration, creativity, and pride. Any of these are good emotions to try to tap into, to broaden your thinking and attention, and to help you feel less stressful, less fearful, less anxious, and more gratitude. And that the bottom line is to be gentle with yourself and others during the stressful time. The more we could think to have compassion, to think about things that we have that are around us, the better we can be and the better the society can be and that came from talkspace.com so we talked a little psychology today a little bit from the grateful organization and website and also talkspace join us next time as we continue talking different aspects to be occupational and independent during these crazy corona times here on ot talk with mr t and i'm your host mr t